Well, hello there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? Yeah. The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names in the artwork, and finally picking out the movie you were going to take home with you. Yep. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era and streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your couch. But there was something truly special about making that trip, picking a movie out by hand, and watching it at home alone on a Saturday night in high school because you weren't cool enough to get invited to a party. Mm. On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte, and joining me as always, two dudes who are worse at basketball than Michael J. Fox, Sean Pryor and A.J. Vance. How the heck are you? Yeah, it's... It's true. He's bad. He's real bad. But I think I'm worse. He's good at, like, three moves. He's good at, like, breakaways, because that's all that happens. Yeah. And at layups. You want to know how good... Oh, there's another one, though. He's really good at, like... Jumping into the arms of of the fat guy. Yes. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He 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 does a lot of jumping into nothing. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you how good I am at basketball. I actually, I'll tell you a little story. I actually tore an ACL playing horse. Ah. So there you go. That's not even like you don't have to move. It's not even a joke. Yeah, I'm so bad at basketball. <laughs> I don't even know what horse is. Oh. Why are there horses on, <laughs> on the field? Oh, on the field? Field. <laughs> what, what what inning are we in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also not wearing a Team Wolf costume, so no. don't check out our YouTube at all. No. It's, it's really not hot in here whatsoever. You walked we, in, and I didn't really notice any different, to be honest. This is You're just that hairy. Shut up. Shut up. Sean. Sean and I are, are actually that bad at basketball that Mike had to turn into a werewolf to save us in a game of horse. Yes. So it's Team Horse. All right, boys. <laughs> On this episode, we talk about one of the only basketball movies that I have ever cared to watch. A movie that was number 23, highest grossing movie of an absolutely stacked year of movies in 1985. A movie both capitalizing on and being ultimately overshadowed by Back to the Future. A movie that spawned a sequel so bad that it nearly ruined Jason Bateman's career before it even began. (laughs) We're, of course, talking about 1985's Teen Wolf. Well, damn dang it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another nostalgic journey to the past with the Confused Breakfast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy wherever you are in the world. Take it away, boys. We will take it away. If you are new to this podcast, we will be reviewing this movie, Teen Wolf, with a modern eye. But in order to do that properly, we must first discuss... This movie is the definition of nostalgia for a lot of people. 1985, we got to talk about what it meant to us the first time we saw it and what our rating was. AJ, what do you think? I, when I saw this movie, um, my, my mom really wanted my brother and I to watch this movie. I don't know, maybe it was to hopefully think we'd take up some sports. Yeah. Um... <laughs> All I wanted, but all I wanted out of the movie was to be able to turn into a werewolf. Yeah. So, um, so I think it backfired. Uh, I became weirder, she not, really not more athletic. You, really wanted you guys to just be yourself. Yes, that's what she was trying be to say. Yourself, be yourself. Anyways, Joyce, <laughs> Mickey Snow Angels. Okay. Um, no, I. Uh, but I remember. I remember loving this movie as a kid. I thought it was. It was awesome. Um, I, I don't know what platform it was that I saw, if it was TV or, like, we had the movie or something, but I do remember di- very distinctly watching it and watching it over and over again and somehow still only picking up pieces and parts of the movie. So that being said, though, I really loved all the pieces and parts that I saw. <laughs> and that 
is going to have to give it, I would honestly a give ten. this, uh, I'm going to give it a, a 7.8. <laughs> Somebody, how, about how about you? Uh, yeah, this is uh, like a, a, I'm a broken record, I think. But like while I'm just like consuming uh, auteur directors, I just had to uh, get all of the films of Rod Daniel <laughs> in there, and uh, <laughs> you just have to see them all. And yet, yeah, you know, I've never seen this. <laughs> no, Roddy Rod Daniel, you've never seen. Yeah. Wait, you've never seen this? I've never seen Teen Wolf until a few days ago. Wow. Have you ever seen like the modern day? bullshit like teenager teen wolf like mtv kind of stuff like, uh i mean i've seen like i've seen advertisements for it. it's it's more like twilight yes than anything it seems like wow that's yeah an NA for, okay i think it's been a little while for an na i know for Sean. i've been wow. waiting a long time to watch this movie though and i'm stoked is that why you kept being like i'm so excited because yes. like, you're trying to try to trick us to be trying like, to get oh, you man, off the trail favorite yeah. movies yeah <laughs> Uh, for me, so if you recall we did a top five movies of 1985 this was my number one that's right in a stacked year of movies in 1985. <laughs> uh, this movie, man, like you give me Michael J. Fox and feed it into my veins when I was younger. Like Back to the Future yeah. was one of my favorite movies ever. So Teen Wolf, I mean, like how could you not love Michael J. Fox and anything that he does? And surfing on a van? Yeah, come on. Oh, my God. It there was awesome. So go. uh, for me, I'm going to call it I'm going to call it a nine. Niner. Executive producer Josh Miller, our boy, thanks for being here with us. This yeah. one is pretty exciting for me. This is the first time I've had the chance to review a movie that I haven't seen in days. By days, I mean years. <laughs> and by years, I mean decades. I know that this was a mid to late 80s movie, and last I saw it was probably in the 90s. Or last time I saw it was in the 90s. <laughs> My only memories are Michael J. Fox surfing on top of Boner's van. Was his friend's name Boner, or was that Kirk Cameron's friend in Growing Pains? <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, what a time to be alive. The 90s where your friend's nickname was Boner, and yeah. it was just accepted. Ah, sidetracked again. <laughs> it also had the dude from Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. I remember liking this movie. Clearly, it wasn't such a great movie that I found myself thinking maybe I should watch that again. From what I do remember, I did some questioning of how him becoming a wolf made him instantly a basketball star. Like I, like I get that, or sorry, like I get that it could help him because become more athletic, but not naturally give him all-star basketball skills. I get that's pretty assumptive of me. Maybe werewolves are amazing basketball players. Nonetheless, I'm looking forward to this. My nostalgic score is a 6.23, so that takes us to a 7.67 nostalgically, mm. which, you know, that's pretty high up there. That's going to be top 30. Um, that's going to be just better than Home Alone and just worse than Out Cold worse. is how we feel about that nostalgically. Okay. Okay. But once again, I don't yeah. even know why we do nostalgia. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It means nothing. That's what We don't even post them because they're so bad. It's something fun to it's talk about. It's the most important thing to me. I... <laughs> It's the most important shut, thing. Shut. It's <laughs> so so if you only have, let's say you 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 woke up and you're like, oh my god, I forgot to do Teen Wolf, and I only oh. have 30 minutes to prepare. Oh. Your nostalgic score would be the first thing you would work on. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, oh god, I really got to think about this All nostalgic right. score. Give, go back and remember, AJ. Come I have on. to I have to meditate. Is that why you're making it up on the spot? While I, I'm I basically I just basically pull a John Claude Van Damme and Bloodsport, and like I just sit there for like literally 45 <laughs> minutes. Just doing rock. the splits. You astral, astral project from to the past yeah, just I, to figure it out. I stare at a samurai sword, and then I just think. For 10 minutes. <laughs> and then a, then a kid walks in the room wearing a New York Giants shirt and a yeah. San Francisco Giants hat. Yes. And goes, ah, ah. What do you think I'm doing about that? What are you doing? <laughs> Guys, <laughs> let's do blood sport again. <laughs> well, we should go back and do blood. I told you I love the nostalgic rating. <laughs> anyway, we've, 
we got to strip away that nostalgia now. So it all starts with diving deep into this movie. Sean is going to hook us up with the important and pertinent details of the movie. What you got, man? These are pretty important. Uh, produced by Scott Rosenfeld, uh, Jeff Loeb, and Mark Levinson. Written by Jeff Loeb and Matthew Weissman. Cinematography by Tim Sturstedt. Nice. Edited by Lois or Lewis Freeman Fox. Hyphen. Oh. Uh, music by Miles Goodman. Makeup effects by Tom Berman. And directed by the one and only Rod Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Cast Michael J. Fox, James Hampton, Susan Ursity. Ursity? Jerry Levine, Levine, Matt Adler, Lori Griffin, Mark Arnold, Jay Tarsus, Richard Brooks, and Mark Holton. Teen Wolf was one of Jeff Loeb's first scripts he ever wrote, and after the success of Valley Girl, we will cover Valley Girl. Mm. He dropped um, prob- probably he went for the will. No, yeah. we That's will. how you can tell the difference. Yep. We yep. probably will. That's a nice way of saying we probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to it. It'll be like towards the end of the career. You know? Like, I'll think about it. Yeah. Uh, he's After the success of Valley Girl, which Loeb also wrote, the studio wanted a movie that was inexpensive and could be filmed quick. While on his show Family Ties, Michael J. Fox co-star was pregnant, so filming. Sorry, it's just like, oh no, that's a that's a perfect premise for a great movie. We want it done quick and cheap. Hurry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but give us a give us a werewolf movie for quick and cheap. We need a movie to be just half-assed right now. We need, <laughs> we just need content. They're like they're like early Netflix yeah. frame of mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll start it over. While on the show, while on his show, okay. Family Ties, Michael J. Fox's co-star was pregnant, so filming halted on the show for six weeks. Fox was cast in the film, and the whole thing was shot in those six weeks. Principal ph- photography began in November 1984 and, glu- and concluded that next month. Right down the street where Teen Wolf was shooting was a little production doing some location scouting for a film called Back to the Future, which of course at the time had a different lead in mind. Teen Wolf was supposed to come out in 1984, but was pushed back to 85 when Back to the Future was a massive hit. Wanting to bank on the popularity of that film and Fox in general, that's exactly what Teen Wolf did. Um, so they had like the marketing for this, like even like overseas, they had they had the movie called Boy from the Future, which Teen Wolf has nothing to do with time travel or anything like that. Dude, they and eat. even on the poster, it was like, Michael J. Fox is back from the future and in Teen Wolf. Does that just show you how dumb foreign audiences were at that point? Because they literally, they're like, we know you don't care. Yeah. We're just going to do whatever we can to make sure you remember that this guy was in Back to the Future, so you watch this movie. I still think that it's kind of done like that to this day because, like, you know, Bruce Willis is still a bankable name in, like, China or like Japan or something like that, you know, like in whatever he's in, Hasselhoff. like the David Hasselhoff yeah. effect. Yeah, exactly. Basically what it is. But dude, so that was in Brazil. They changed it. They changed the name of the movie to boy from the future yeah. in Italy. They changed the name of his character to Marty. Yeah. Are you serious? They just, they're like, his name's Marty. Uh, just call Scott. him Marty. Just call him Marty. They're yeah. like, well, no, we already wrote that. Like this, there, it's the movie. They're like, yeah, well, when we overdub it, we're doing it's gonna be, it's we're gonna doing be it over again. It's yeah. like a yeah. rewrite. Yeah. Isn't that insanity? What the um, heck? American poster read Michael J. Fox's uh, Back from the Future or whatever. Uh, the film was released on August 23rd, 1985 and opened at number two at the box office right behind Back to the Future. <laughs> on a budget, Still there. <laughs> on a budget of $1.2 the film would gross a worldwide take of $80 million. Get a sequel, 
a short-lived animated series, and a more Twilight than Teen Wolf MTV original series. And that is all I got. I, I want to bring this up because I didn't realize that they they completely wrote and filmed this prior to Back to the Future, mm. but they released it after Back to the Future. So it's very easy to pigeonhole Teen Wolf as being like, oh, it's just a kind of a ripoff of Back to the Future. But they, they, they had already done it. Mm-hmm. They had already done it. Yeah. Think about these similarities. It was it was released in the same year, both starring Michael J. Fox as a teenager who worries about not realizing his potential or being cool. Both expressed these sentiments early in the movie while walking through town with a girlfriend. Both face evil, large bullies. Both have a principal who hates their guts. Yep. Both movies have a scene where a girl forces themselves on top of Michael J. Fox. Both have a, a overarching like father figure or yes. father in Doc and his actual dad in this. Mm. Yeah. That's insanity, kind of, if you think about it. So it's easy to be like, hey, Teen Wolf, cool. Yeah. But actually, more like, hey, Back to the Future, you're ripping off Teen Wolf. Come on now. Yeah, Come it on. really was. Hey, uh, let's take this. Uh, let's take this basic plot line and then just add in uh, different random features. How can we make it crazy? Make him a wolf. Make great. him time travel. That's great. Great. Who should we get for these movies? Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. <laughs> All right, now you got it. Greenlit. <laughs> what about there's? I have an idea for like a, a, a teenager who gets his license to drive. Oh, yeah. What do you? Who do you think I should? Corey Hanks. Yes. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> the the, the Corys. <laughs> the Corys. <laughs> yeah. What about the you. Frog Brothers? No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> All right. Well, we know you got at least one friend who loves this movie. Probably a brother, sibling, sister. Hit the share icon. Send it to them. Directly message it. It's one of the best ways you can help support us. Uh, check us out, confusedbreakfast.com. Go get all that merch. Check out our movie ratings and join the like 1 million people. I mean, it's seriously, Patreon's going nuts and we're so grateful for you guys. Join everybody else for all this bonus content that we have at patreon.com slash confusedbreakfast. That is the number one way to directly keep this free and keep cool stuff coming out from the Confused Breakfast. Bonus audio, voting on episodes, private Discord. There's tons of stuff there. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash Confused Breakfast. And up next, we get AJ, who does the research for us. Critical fan ratings and reviews. I'm pretty excited for this one. Give me a case of the tomato meter. Gross. I can only get Mado meter <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Cuz he doesn't cue us yeah. in. You never know when he's going to I know. Say. I like to keep awful, you on your awful like, time. Like to keep you on your toes, Mado meters. Yeah, 42%. <laughs> Sorry. 42%, 42% splat. That is bottom yeah. 20 of any movie we've done. That is tied with Rad. Which actually feels fits. spot on. That yeah. fits so perfectly. Well, this makes sense. <laughs> also, it's worth noting that at 42%, it slightly beat out basketball. Oh, beat so out? It's worth noting, okay. sports basketball type movie, that this yeah. is better. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's worth noting, critically. I wonder what, what basketball movies will get out of, uh, like, above 50%. None. We'll find out. Who um, The uh, audiences no. thought, no, no. The audiences thought 52%. Uh, in in conjunction, but six point one on IMDb. Believe it or not, so. that is even lower. That's the tenth lowest IMDb rating movie we've done. Slightly lower than Out Cold. Slightly higher than Harry and the Hendersons. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, no, I'm okay with that. Um, well, we've got we've got some criticals here, guys. The Miami Herald, twenty five out of a hundred, one out of four. 
the formulae of Gal Next Door and Big Game and the Big Game are followed so slavishly that it's hard to laugh at Teen Wolf, even on the rare moments when it's original. The script and the direction are so are simply too lazy, too contemptuous, even for adolescent audiences. Okay. 20 out of 100 again. Uh, the New York Times, Vincent Canby, he just simply said, uh, for a film that's so innocuous, Teen Wolf is aggressively boring. <laughs> aggressively boring. Aggressively. Um, I just, yeah, I really, really liked that. How about some good stuff here? Okay, we heard, we'll, we'll hear a couple of these. Uh, 10 out of 10. I love him, said J9 <laughs> Devil. I love him. In 2002, uh, J9 Devil had this to say, uh, I have to say, if you haven't seen this film, you are mad. As with all of Mike's films, I would never call Michael J. Fox Mike. <laughs> I might consider him now moving forward, now that I've heard someone do it. Yeah. Uh, well, that wasn't the first one that, that called him Mike. Still, yeah. still no. What's Mike, up? what's up? Mike. What's going on? Hey, Mike. Mike, what's shaking? <laughs> no, you're uh, right. No, he is, you can't call him Mike. He's a... Hi, Michael J. Fox. Yes. Like, he's a full name. He is a full yeah. name person. <laughs> See, that's what I think, too. I think he's, anybody a, full, approaches- he's a full name. <laughs> How do you shorten that up? What's up, Michael J.? Nope. nope. Mike J. J. Fox. What's up, What's up J. Fox? Fox. J. Oh, um, anybody who approaches you is not and never going to call you just Mike. They're, gonna call, they're going to call you Mike Schlup. Yeah, And if true. I don't hear anybody do that, I will be super upset. <laughs> Expectations. Uh, anyways, uh, he said. He said, as with all of Mike's films, it rocks. You have to see it. He's my fave character, fave actor of all time. I've watched his films since I was very little, and I will continue watching them over and over and over again. Please watch them. I like. I like. You know, you for all the people who get out there going. Don't waste your time. I like <laughs> the ones that are. I like the ones that plead for it. They're yeah. like, no, 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 come on. Like, please. I know that you've come here and you're about ready to hit play, but you want to make sure. Yeah, I'm telling you, go for it. Yep, I, I like that guy. He he, he sticking to his guns. You, you got to give him some credit. You have to. Um, let's bounce back uh, to some to some negative here. This is a three out of ten. Simply titled, "I thought the hairy kid in school was the weird one." Uh, said <laughs> smells like cheese. In <laughs> 2004. <laughs> I mean, seriously, LOL. They didn't become more popular and get laid. In fact, quite the opposite, LOL. Okay, on, the, on to the movie. Teen Wolf was a typical what? 80s flick. Yeah, he, he laughs at his own jokes a lot. We weren't talking about the movie yet? Yeah, I know. Uh, put a little camp and spoof in, in the mix uh, and throw in some Michael J. Fox and you've got Teen Wolf. It's an okay movie. Nothing really special. It was pretty memorable for its, t- for its time, though. Michael J. Fox. What can I say about the guy? Uh, he's come a long way, but he's pretty entertaining in this film. I've only seen this a couple of times, and they've both been on TV, so I haven't seen the non-edited version. But I got the idea of what they cut out. If you enjoy 80s movies, you might get into it, but don't expect too much. Three out of ten. Okay. 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 Truthful. Truthful. Okay. Very truthful. Last one, guys. Let's end on a happy, positive note. Um... I think you'll really enjoy this one. This is uh, Talk About Fun, 10 out of 10. Come on. 2007. This is just a howdy-do good time. Maybe you'll recognize this, said Jay Mackerel. Okay. Warning spoilers. In all my career, I think Teen Wolf rates at the top of my movie experiences. 
Not only was it, in the, was it the first and only time that I worked with my best friend, Jim Hampton, but Michael J. Fox and the director, Ron Daniels, made every day a wonderful time of work. Thanks to all the folks that saw and loved this movie, I still have people come up to me and say, oh, you're the guy who peed his pants. That scene wouldn't have been in the picture if it were not for Jim Hampton remembering an earlier scene, one that hadn't been shot yet, in which he explained to Michael J. Fox that when he showed the wolf to Rusty, the principal, that's me, that's who wrote this review, uh, Rusty lost all of his bodily functions. Needless to say, of all the scenes I did in my 40 years, 40-year career, I'm probably best remembered for peeing my pants in Teen Wolf. (laughs) Thanks to all who enjoyed the movie and all the folks responsible for me uh, having the opportunity to work in it. Jim Mackerel. I really like that. All right. Is that our first, like, actor that wrote a review that we've ever had? I want to say so. I think so. We've had, like, some, you know, uh, sons or daughters of uh, Mm -hmm. crew members. But, uh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What made me think is maybe he wasn't invited to, like, the – Reunion party. <laughs> so it's so like his little his little note to the fans. Yeah, it's all right. They they probably just forgot my invitation. <laughs> he seems like a real nice guy. Like no big deal. Yeah, uh, they probably forgot. It's not a big, not a big deal. Temperature check. You yeah. doing all right? Yeah, okay. how, you, how you doing in there? Well, you guys, it is hockey season, and the three of us are huge NHL supporters. I was born and raised in St. Louis, lifelong St. Louis Blues fan. Uh, The channel that broadcasts Blues games are not available in my area, and ESPN blacks them out, which is one of the biggest crimes against humanity, sporting blackouts. I think that's ridiculous that they think I could drive five hours on a Monday to St. Louis to watch a game in person. That is for a whole different show. Luckily, I signed up for NordVPN, and now I can watch every single Blues game. NordVPN provides me with a virtual private network, which essentially creates an encrypted tunnel for my data and hides my IP address, making my virtual location undetectable. This allows me to change my location to anywhere in the world and get access to all the Blues games as well as movies and TV shows that aren't available in the U.S. and on streaming platforms and services. So all that, plus my internet connections protected, and I have that hard-to-find virtual privacy. you got to give NordVPN a try. We are so glad we did. We know you will, too. Go to NordVPN.com slash breakfast to get more info and a free bonus. Plus, it's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Try it. Don't like it? Cool. Goodbye. Give it a shot. Damn. We're happy to have NordVPN back with us sponsoring this podcast. Their direct support helps us continue producing all the free content for you. So the best thing you can do is just go check them out. Consider trying their incredible product that we all love and use ourselves. Go to NordVPN.com slash breakfast to get more info and that sweet, sweet discount. Yeah. Brought to you by your boys at the Confused Breakfast. That's us. Well, boys, what do you say we hit the liquor store to buy a keg of beer Mm -hmm. and then surf the top of our van on the way to the party? Every time. There are three rules that we live by. Never get less than 12 hours of sleep. Never play cards with a guy who has the same first name as a city. And never get involved with a woman with a tattoo of a dagger on her body. If we stick to that, everything else is cream cheese. Here we go. (laughs) 
So scene one, Scott Howard is an average teenager in Nebraska. He's on the high school basketball team, and they badly lose their first game. After the game, he tries to get advice from his coach and friend, Boof. That night, he goes to work for his dad in his hardware store. After work, Scott stops by the school to drop off supplies for the upcoming play. I don't know what intro music this is. I don't know what the music is in general in this movie. I, I think it's. I think it's like... A heartbeat, but I also think it's a basketball. Yeah, and it was, I was just like, we, it's like this is going to open up on like someone tied to a chair with like a weird contraption yes. on them. I was like, is this Saw? <laughs> no, it's not Saw. No, it's basketball. I do like the opening shot though, like the of the light, and then he comes in just drenched. Oh in yeah, fucking sweat, dude. Oh it's, my god. It, uh, one thing I take away from this is wherever they are, it's just really hot there. Like, does it ever say they're in Nebraska? Nebraska, which means they're in the middle of like they're in like the fall of Nebraska, coming into wintertime for basketball. Yeah, it's not that humid in the fall. Oh my God, I mean, come on, guys! Like, it gets humid around here. Don't get me wrong, but come on, this is—it's just they have a—they have an—they paid somebody too much money to be an on-set spritzer, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> from what I from what I gather, like that sweat is real because literally everyone was so bad at basketball. That they like had to rehearse an ungodly amount of times running these plays. Okay, that makes that sense. That they were so so bad. So I'm pretty sure all that's what's real. That they were just like run it again. Yeah, run it again. As I was gonna say, you can't be that bad and like look like you're working that hard. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> well, Michael okay. J. Fox proved it. Uh, yeah. Me, I guess. They, I think you're right. I heard somewhere that there's just like an extra hour of footage of just awful basketball. <laughs> that he says we'll yeah. never he's see like, the light. He's like, he just he can't. It's unusable. It's just unusable. I can't. I'm gonna ask you this question a lot, Sean. Is like I can't tell if the sound design in this movie is good or bad. Because there are moments where, like, I kind of like this intro. It's, like, really quiet and nothing's happening. And they don't – they're not up close on their voices. Like, it's like you're a spectator standing back hearing things in the distance. But yeah. at some points, I'm just like, who – who, what is going on as far as the sound goes? But in this intro, I kind of dig how it's just quiet and it's just, like, boring. And Because that's what they want you to feel like, oh, my God, the, we didn't even win the game again. Weird, yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I I like it. I, I thought it was a cool choice. I was like, kind of like, oh, like this is bringing in some weird stuff already. You know, it was like not an average um, teen eighties right. opening, I guess. But uh, I I really think that speaking of the sound design, I think it's just because it was done in six weeks. <laughs> you okay. know, okay, like, so, it, so they accidentally succeeded in a few things. Yeah, well, <laughs> filming I guess was six weeks, but like I'm, you know. And then they also had time. Was to, it even that long? I have to ask this. Was I, was it even that long? It was it, a month. It was like a, a month long. Yeah. yeah, it was like wow. 21 some 20 some odd days yeah. that they spent like filming this. That and that was that quick. I, I have to assume it's that. Like you know, and, well and the budget is yeah. 1.5 isn't that great, but well. Can I ask you guys? Yes. If you recognized the Dragons coach. Yes. I did. Did you like right away? Were you like, "Oh my god, I know who that is"? Yeah, this time around, I, I recognized who it is. I can't tell you a role though. Okay, so I'm gonna let you. So you don't. Oh, I know who it is. Okay, his his name. He's the Dragons basketball coach. Yeah. You know, the guy's like, "We're not gonna forfeit." Uh, his name is Troy Evans. 
He plays Roger Padactor in Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like a very weirdly young, like he only, what is there only like eight years difference between Ace Ventura and this? And he looks much different. Yes, he does. Ace Ventura. It's, it's the hair. It's the hair. And maybe the weight, I <laughs> yeah, think. Absolutely. <laughs> Roger Padactor is the coach in the dragons. Dude. Yeah. Speaking of the dragons, yes. Um, I hope you're going to say what I think you're going to say. I, do they go to the same school? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what I'm like. Like, like it's like it's like. No, okay, I get it. Oh, small town, Midwest, Nebraska. <laughs> it's like, well, the, we, you know, we just need. We wasn't enough schools around, so we just made another team. No. Like, what the heck? We need someone on? to play, right? I don't buy it. Well, like, if, like, anything, I, if anything I would buy, is that a team from a college? Because they all yeah. look like they're 30 they years old. Like, yes. Yeah, they all look like they all have like kids in high school themselves. I'm guessing this is like Lincoln, Nebraska, Omaha, where there's multiple high schools in town. Right. But it's, state championship, they could be from anywhere. That's true. But uh, what, Nick? Was, is it Mick? Uh, Mick. Mick. M? Mick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. He goes to that school. No, though. he doesn't. No? No. He's just dating a girl in the school. He j- he just shows up during he's school never, hours? School he's hours. never in the school during school, school hours. Tell me a time he was there during school hours. Well, is he the play was, not during school no, hours? No, because he it was, was – uh, Michael J. Fox was delivering to yeah. the school, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I guess that checks out. Just think about it. Well, speaking of, speaking think of, about it. <laughs> think about it, guys. You're not proposing, are you? Mike's fan. Mike's fan theories. Whoa. Oh, man. Here's my theory. Mick didn't go to their high school. <laughs> Holy shit. What? And speaking of their ages, Chuck, the big guy, looks like he's 43 years old. Yeah. In a locker room full of kids. He just seems like the kind of guy that just always looked old. Yeah. You know how people just look old? Mm-hmm. I think that's – how old do you think he was? There's some kids like that I went to high school with that had bagel heads already. Like they were what's already the, losing their hair. Was, you know, just like, like a skullet. Just like no, no hair. Yes, no hair right here, but everything else is good. Are you talking about the monk haircut? Yeah. Oh, Whatever okay. you want to do. Whatever nationality you associate with. It. <laughs> Whatever. Do you think, do you think I'm going to make a proposal that the best character of this movie is the coach, is, is the Beavers coach? He's very funny. It's great listening to him and <laughs> yes. just – he, he ho- is, he's a horrible coach. He is the worst coach I've ever heard seen in my life. This is not Coach Carter. This is Coach, what is it, Flintock or something? I don't even know. I don't oh really think gosh. they say it much. It's, it's got, I, I read it at one point, and now I can't. I don't even care. Let me give you some advice. This kid came up to me and said he had to quit because his mom had a pin in her hip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and they were super poor. No, no, I don't know what you're saying at all. What does this have to do with me? Did love- you look at the shoes? <laughs> Look at the shoes that other teams wearing. If, if my guys had shoes like that, we'd be killing them. Always chewing gum. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking love it. Well, and I love how he's like, you guys know, I say this all the time, you can always come to me with problems. And Marty's like, puts down his bag. He's like, okay, well, I do have a problem. He's like, oh, shit. I didn't think anyone would actually, I didn't think anybody would actually talk. And that, Molly, my wife, pointed this out. On the outside of the door, it says, no students allowed. <laughs> so we, like, is that just a funny joke that he put on there? Just be like, no, you can't come in. No, no, no. I told you you can come talk to me whenever, but sorry, the sign. He just, can't. He's, he's equally the best and the worst um, because it's, it's incredibly frustrating to listen to him because – what the way he's saying it sounds very sincere. <laughs> yeah. It sounds very sincere. It's like, hey, guys, you know what? You just, you know what? You, you, what did I tell you about trying? You know what I mean? 
You don't want to be trying too hard. You're going to just disappoint yourself, <laughs> Look guys. Look how bad so. you're sweating. Get out there. Don't try too hard. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, he's so eager to throw in the towel, too. <laughs> he does actually yeah. throw a towel at some point. Come on. Let's just forfeit. Forfeit? <laughs> what are you talking about? There's valuable lessons that can be learned from losing. Exactly. I agree. See? I do, too. There you go. Um, boof. Boof. What Great do we got to say about that? Why, why, can't, why do we have to say that for a name? Like, what... Is that a thing? I've never heard the name Boof in anything but this. Apparently, the writer, it was based off a real person, like a, his ex-girlfriend or something. Her name was like like Cheryl Boof, like mac and cheese, <laughs> macaroni so, or some hey, shit, hey, like cool. for real. Great, but why do you have to name one of your characters in the movie Boof? Yeah. Like, isn't that like another thing for, like a euphemism for fucking? For, for sexing? Boof? Yeah. Isn't that another word for like a taint? Boof. I bet it's every bonch, gooch. Boof, I feel boof. like I feel like you're both right, and because uh, I think it's subjective. I think you can do exactly again. You could use it just uh, however you want, actually. But I don't know why it has to be the main uh, other love interest. Yeah, that we have to hear it said so many oh, times. Oh, hey, boof. What about like Rachel? <laughs> or how about Stephanie? Oh, <sighs> Pamela versus Stephanie. Yeah. Uh, Pamela versus Boof. 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 You Pamela. even have to look weird when you say it. You Boof. 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 Ooh. Ooh. What about Cheryl? Cheryl. I, I think Cheryl would work yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that is her name and that's why she went with Boof. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> she, she does. She does have a name. Like, I think the credits or the IMDb says a full name with Booth being a nickname. Yeah. But like, why? Why did she get that nickname? Why? Do, who, we don't care. Too many, like, it's, it's three minutes a, in the closet or whatever. It's such a, str- that? yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> did, did, did you boof her? Yeah. Hell yeah. Did you guys boof? <laughs> okay. Who hasn't? <laughs> I'm so boof. Uh, when, when he goes to work for his dad, um, I, I've, you know, I've seen this movie a million times, but I've never once thought about how, if his dad is also a werewolf spoilers, uh, why doesn't his dad hear the dog whistle? Mm. Is, I, is his dad just like used to be in a rock band and his high frequencies are gone? He's got kind tinnitus. Of thing? He's yeah. got tinnitus. Yeah. It's already lost those tinnitus. Tinnitus. Yeah. Sorry. But I also, <laughs> in a world, I also like to picture that as Michael J. Fox comes around and grabs this, hits that out of his mouth, that his dad is just about ready to come around the other corner and do the same thing. And he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. cool. Oh, my son got oh, Thank God. <laughs> oh, thank God. I was going to kill that kid. Why do we sell these here? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I got rid of these ages ago. It's like, what the hell? We never sell any of them, and it's just a bunch of friggin' kids blowing on them. Friggin' kids. Is, <laughs> it, is it like a hardware store? Yeah. I think it's a hardware yeah. store, yeah. But they, they sell, like, just random knickknacks as well. I think, I think so. I think the, oh, okay, I'm going to put this into terms Sean can understand. Remember yeah. remember the original Halloween? No. Yes. Okay, you know, remember when Michael Myers breaks into a hardware store? Yeah. What does he steal from that? Knives and a couple of masks. Yeah, like, they sell everything. Yeah, okay. Back in the 80s, hardware stores, like, you got everything. Well, I do, like, in the small towns. <laughs> yes. No, you got it. You got me. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I do like in the small towns, like, they looked like there was like, you know, uh, like secondhand, like microwaves and shit, <laughs> like on the shelves or like little like toaster ovens and stuff. I like that about shops like that. It's, it's almost like its own like uh, flea market inside of a hardware yeah. store. You know, basically it everything. Like. It's just a remnant of everything that Amazon destroyed. It's really yeah. what it is. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Mom and pop. When, uh, Mom and pop dead. 
I, I I like his dad in this. Um, for for whatever reason, I like I I really like his dad in this because he has a hardware store, but then you know he seems like he's you know pretty handy. He's a good homemaker and stuff. There was like this. There was a, something I read that he he was talking with uh, one of the producers. Or the writers about it. He's like, well, what about my character? And the guy said, oh, look, all I can tell you is that this guy knows how to make a casserole. Okay. And he just went, got it. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I get you. No, that makes that's, perfect sense. Then you know what? If if that's the direction he took as an actor, he nailed it. He oh, nailed yeah. it hard. <laughs> he nailed no, he's, it. yeah, that, that, that direction is like... You're a single dad. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Like you have to make food and you have to be handy around the house now, you know? Absolutely. I, I like love that it. a lot. <laughs> Before we move on, I forgot this about the the coach. I thought of a recasting. Like I wasn't even trying to think of recasting. Okay. But if this was modern day, you know who would play that coach? Paul Rudd. Oh, Paul yeah. Paul Rudd, Rudd would destroy that role. Yeah. Like in a perfect way. I'm into that. Or Jason Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Jason Bateman has to be the dad. He needs to redeem yeah. himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has to be the dad. That would be fantastic. Teen, Teen Wolf also. <laughs> Next generation. Yeah. Teen Wolf also. I, got it. I do. I do love when he can, er, goes up to Pamela. He's like, "Hey, can I give you a ride to the to the to, to this party? party?" He's like, "I have a van. I got a without van. windows, and I'm a wolf." <laughs> Come on. There's a mattress in the back. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> There's a mattress in the back. Well, no, seriously, we're trying. We have to throw it away, but we keep, the dump was closed on the weekend. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's old. <laughs> it, you know, springs don't work. It's fine. For We'll even get to it later, but for, for his, like, kind of pathetic as his character is, he still goes for it. He goes for it multiple times. He shoots I'll, a shot, you know, yeah. Yeah, on and off the court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking to get his boof on, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, why doesn't he do that with boof? I don't get I it. I think that's what it's called when the, the ball hits the rim <laughs> and the basketball. It's it's called boof. Uh, boofed right off of there. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you score? I, I boofed Boof. it. <laughs> oh, right on, dude. No, no, the other one. The no. other one. Oh, my bad. I still don't understand what that means. <laughs> I don't either, yeah. Uh, why do we say that? It's a new slang. Why do we call that girl that? <laughs> I want to just say right before, before this – um, the first thing you said about this scene is that uh, Scott Howard is an average teenager in Nebraska. And my question <laughs> to you guys is, how do we know he's an average teenager? It's not because he just goes out and says, like, I'm just tired of being so average. <laughs> I'm tired of being normal. I wish I was different. It's like you are just laying all your shit out there. And like, hey, hey, uh, hey, <laughs> hey, Marty, I mean, uh, Scott. We just need some exposition here. Will you just throw it out there in the, while you're walking Got in the it. street? Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> I just, I just pictured while you said that, like that exposition of I went, I'm, I'm tired of being, I'm tired of being so average. I want to yeah. be somebody. I just pictured like the writer sitting down, being like, okay, so what does the character want? <laughs> what are his motivations? <laughs> Doesn't want to be. Uh, that's good. That's it's good. good. I'm following the, following the rules. Following the rules. I'm a good writer. <laughs> I'm good. It's nice. I'm really good. This is going well. <laughs> I will make a case, though. We can, we can move on. I'll make a case that this is kind of a Dave Morgan situation. Ooh. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. You want to make that as we go along? Yes. Okay. That's going to be that's that's Sean's directive moving forward. Okay. Okay. All right. Before we go to scene two, we got to talk about Cedar Ridge. Every time. Duh. Cedar Ridge whiskey. The best whiskey on the face 
of the planet of the earth. If if Scott Howard would have had Cedar Ridge whiskey back in the day, he could have lured. Uh, no, no, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's what you get for not going down the notes. You know what I mean? Like I don't have the notes. It's going up top of your dome, man. <laughs> Wait, why is that on top of your dome? This is risky the last move, and you took it. All right, no Cedar Ridge whiskey, <laughs> you guys over here. We have some very exciting stuff that we will eventually be telling you about. It may or may not be that the Confused Breakfast is getting their own whiskey. Well, it may. May not have anything to do with that at all, but you know that if we were going to get our own whiskey, it would come from the best whiskey distiller on the face of the world. Give me a barrel <laughs> of whiskey. <laughs> Is exactly what you should be yeah. doing at your local distributor. You should be walking in saying, give me yeah. a, cedar a barrel ridge <laughs> of whiskey. Cedar ridge. I'll take the bourbon. I'll take the quintessential American <laughs> single ball. I'll even take the collaboration with Slip. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You, you need to be doing that. And if you cannot, if, if they turn you loose and they don't believe that you're a werewolf, you go online, cedarridgewhiskey.com. <laughs> you order it straight to your door. Stuff that, stuff that Scott Howard could never do back then. He could nope. never order whiskey and kegs of beer straight to his door. You can now. Yep. In most states, not all of them. Well. But... Uh, that's all, really all I got to say about that. I thought that was my best ad read ever. <laughs> Some things we do need to script. We should remember that. Yeah. yeah. CedarRidgeWhiskey.com. I loved it. <laughs> all right, so scene two. After dinner with Dad, Scott's friend Styles picks him up. He buys a keg of beer, and they go to the party where he's denied by his crush Pamela and shares an interesting moment with Boof in the closet. Huh. Scott gets home and makes a full transition to a werewolf. He also finds out that it's hereditary, and his father can change as well. Sean, 15 minutes and 30 seconds till the first note of music in this movie. Really? And, and it's, it's even- like. It's 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 a weird spot, right? And, and well, like it takes that long to even hear a note of music, and then even when it does, it's when he walks out of the liquor store. Yeah. It goes bam, 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 yeah. bam, bam. You're like bam, 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 bam. <laughs> it's it's like I can't decide if I like the soundtrack or not. I I decided on the last watch that I do not. <laughs> <laughs> there's one. There's one song I'll argue later on. That uh, I do sure, like. sure. Now, no, and, no the and score. I have this, the score I don't like. The sure. soundtrack is a different thing. Some well, of it. Some well, of it. Well, I do. Is it? <laughs> Here, here's the thing. Some of the some of the music choices later on. Fine. However, then they don't even do it well, in my opinion. We'll get there. Um, but in reference to this, din 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 din. There should have been like a like a visual stinger to happen with it, yes. but it's not. It's just a faraway shot of the liquor Which store. I kind of <laughs> like that shot, though. <laughs> I like the shot, like but it's the- just like and ding, ding, ding. I don't even like. I don't even like beer. Never say die. die. <laughs> the the composer Miles Goodman. Okay, he's. I think he's writing a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he's like, "Oh, we're doing an uh, an '80s uh, werewolf movie. Oh, uh, and so we need some music for so it. So you're going like, to need oh, some like stinger things. We're going to need some like some scary kind of you know uh, uh, detuned kind of sound, Ooh. right? Oh, I thought reverb. I, throw some reverb. Some dissonant it. kind of yeah. notes in there. Yeah, I thought you needed like an alternative like menu song for Pac Man. Oh, damn! <laughs> like, what? The hell, man. Hey, Nintendo's going to be a this hey. is the scene where he's denied alcohol. He's like, oh god, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do, I do love styles a lot, though. I love. Uh oh, hold on, hold on. Ooh, here's a prop. His leather jacket. Uh, I want his leather jacket real bad. Okay. So I do, I do love styles. I want to talk I about. I him almost, more. I almost hit the punch no, on no, the no, face no, no, button because no. I was like, "You're gonna punch styles." No, no, no. 
All right, AJ, what are you thinking for a prop, dude? I I don't I don't like there there's only so many things in here. I don't know, man. Like I I didn't I literally was looking for a prop this whole time. Yeah. And it's I not didn't much. I didn't take it away anything like, "Oh, I got to have it." Can you take one of his t-shirts? Can you do that for me? Like would you would you like one of his t-shirts? Me? Yeah. I I would love the uh well, there's the Dick Nose shirt. Um, like whatever you're looking or, um, actually, no, what's the, the obnoxious one? Uh, it's the blue one. It says uh, obnoxious. It says, um, no, uh, it says, Oh God, what does it say? It's, it's something like that. It's not obnoxious. I think it says, um, Oh no, it was, uh, it was obnoxious. The movie. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I wish I don't even understand, but I kind of like that. Yes. See, I, I, I like it too, because it's kind of, it's the ambiguous, you know, I don't, you don't quite get it. Like there's the first one though, too. Um, Life sucks, then you die. Then yeah. you die. That one's great. Yeah. What are you looking at, Dick Nose? Drunken State, Florida. Yeah. Uh, t- wolf Buddy. See, I'm going to take, I want to kind of do a thing where I want to bring back uh, bumper stickers. Like, I want to make that a thing. Oh, okay. I think the world should get back on that train. So I want a I Heart Team Wolf bumper sticker. Yes. I'm going to buy it from Style Stores, support local. Okay. That's what I'm like, going to do. I'm I gonna like walk that. up and make sure my money gets in his pocket. Yeah, absolutely. For his, for his you know, entrepreneurial stuff. Yeah, you got to you know appreciate I mean? that. But speaking of style shirts, I love how his dad has his back to him. He goes, "Hey, what's up, Mr. Howard?" He goes, "He goes, he goes Styles, nice shirt." And he because uh, he just knows he's gonna. Have he's got a stupid freaking shirt on. It's a genius writer. Right I know. Oh, I love that so much. Did you guys get a chance to watch the trailer for this movie? No. I didn't watch it. I'm no. glad. I'm glad that we don't play the trailer. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if you're listening. And you have a movie podcast. I hate when you guys play the trailer <laughs> because it's just boring. Like trailers are supposed to be visual, right? I don't want to hear it. But yep. I watched this. I watched this. It's quite possibly the worst overdub in history. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, did, I, I saw that. Did you see that? Yeah. It's when he goes, "The give me a keg of beer." It you know sort of give me. It's like. Give me a keg of beer. It's like someone doing their worst Robert De Niro. It, it almost sounds like Italian, like he's threatening him. Are you serious? And he's like, give me a threat, a keg of beer. <laughs> it's, it's, it, I don't even know what they were thinking. And there's just like happy music going on yeah. in the background. It was, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. The, uh, I think they wanted to really make sure that people didn't think it was like a horror movie. Almost. Well, they did a really good job. But even then, it's even that. That's a that's a fail, though. Right there to 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 redo the audio yeah. and all that stuff just to make sure that people don't think it's like a horror movie. Because this is coming out when a lot of werewolf movies were kind of were yeah. were hitting. Like there was like almost like one or two almost every year for like like from eighty one to eighty six or something, like. And a lot of them were obviously just horror movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and it's like, well, we've got we've got Michael J. Fox, who's going to be, who's like He's an up and comer, and we need to make sure people know that they should come and watch this movie. I don't know. Yeah, it's just a silly thing. Did you do you guys help me out? I'm having. I thought there was another movie that has been made at some point in the world where a, uh, somebody goes through a lot of trouble to bring alcohol to a party, and they get to the party, and they're like, "Yeah, set it over there." Am I am uh, I just am I just thinking about this movie? 
Maybe. I thought it was super bad for a second, but that doesn't have it in super bad. They're like, yeah, he's here. Yeah. Seth's here. Yeah. It's, if if anybody out there is listening and, and you can help me out with this, maybe maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like there this happened in another movie. The only thing I can think of, and it's totally not it, but White Out American Summer where he comes out of the gas station, like head down, like, mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely not it, but awesome. Fucking love that. <laughs> oh, no, Kurt down. Oh no. oh no, Kurt! Uh, I do, I I do think that that's very funny, though. I'll be honest with you. I think it's very funny that he shows up. He's got this keg. They're not gonna let me in if I don't bring the booze. Yeah, and then is and the guy on the counter is just like, if we don't get to it tonight, <laughs> just take it home with you. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was actually Styles surfing on top of the van, though. Too he didn't have a stunt um, double. He didn't have a stunt double or anything while they're while they're coming up to the party. He had no. It was actually Styles. He was. Mm. He had like a. They had like a safety wire going up through his pants, and that was the real dude. What's it, his name? Something Jerry Levine. 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 Yeah, Levine. Jerry Levine Levine. Gotcha. Yeah. I I love. I like. That's the most memorable thing to me about this movie. I think when it's I was awesome. A kid. It's so cool. Yeah. Why? Why do that? Why do you think it's awesome? Because it's so awesome. <laughs> no one else has ever done. You're that. on top of a van while it's going, dude. Think I about just, it. I think about this, and I'm like, why did they? Why are they doing this? Like as a kid, as a kid, I'm thinking this is the coolest thing ever. Oh, Beach Boys! I love the Beach Boys now. Oh, I mean, oh. Yeah, yeah, I can do without that. The surfing. <laughs> I'm, I love. I love the Beach Boys now. But now you have like they're just going down, and I just imagine like seeing it, like just walking down the street, and then you look <laughs> up, you're just like, what the fuck? What this, what's that guy doing? And it's just. And we're pretending like he can hear the music too. <laughs> yeah, no way he can hear the music. He can't hear sound shit systems up there. were garbage back then. You it's got just wind yeah. noise, just no. your tweeters and, and your fucking van. Yeah. Nobody can hear anything, and you just have him just up there doing just like. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like an, it's always sunny moment where they think they're doing something crazy and it cuts them. Going, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling alive tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's just like they and, the, and by the way, they roll up to the party this way. Nobody sees him. <laughs> so any cool factor that was going to come from this, nothing. He's got nothing. I'm from also this. a big fan of the '80s trope where when there is a party, yeah. there's always people outside dancing. Yes. Yeah. So like again, great sound systems back in the day where they're like, yeah, there just wasn't enough room in the living room, so we're just going to dance out here. Yeah. Like, we're having our own party outside of the party, but to the <laughs> but to the same music. Yeah. 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 Come on now. Okay. So we cracked the window a little bit more. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Boof. Thanks, Boof. <laughs> we boof that. We boof that boof box. <laughs> Somebody crank up the boof box. We're trying to boof out here. <laughs> crank up the boof box. <laughs> what? Wait, boof what? that volume. Wait, what'd you say about my box? <laughs> Shut up, Boof. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so... Pamela Wells and Nick aren't together. They Mick. aren't. Mick, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard Nick the whole way through. <laughs> yeah. um, they aren't together, I swear. He's like, they seem a little bit together. He uh, mm. he gave her a kiss, came and picked her up from the from the, the acting thing, yeah. smacked her, her ass. Yeah. It looked pretty consensual to me. Yeah, it did. Um, so, I mean, we find out later that Pamela is like, eh. But Shh. to Mick, yeah. he's, he's none the wiser. She, hey, she's, you know what? She is, she's just living life. Okay, guys? Yeah, that's fine. You just do you. Obviously, it's hurting Nick, Mick. 
Nick? Nick Mick. Mick? Is it Vic? It's Mick. <laughs> it's Mick. Uh, so I love I love Styles at this party. Like yeah. Styles is a guy I want to know. Him just taking over the party, and it, it honestly makes it makes. I like this scene a lot. I like the the weird music in the background of this this party. But I have to say, I don't understand the games they're playing because we've got some some easy fun games, right? We've got the Jello tits. We've yeah, got yeah. go in the closet and make out. We've got go to the other room and get naked and change outfits. Yeah, yeah. Like these are really fun games. But somehow someone drew the card of get naked tied together in whipped cream on the floor for five hours. Shaving card. cream. Right. Shaving cream. Like. Why? Why that? How did they get that? Hey, you know yeah. what? <laughs> they had to be the not a phone in sight. They had to be no. very creative back then. You know, they had to come up with games. That did like you know, they didn't have many drugs there. It looked like they had booze, but they had to do something. They needed an activity. So you just I'll, I'll be honest tie with each you. other up and even I don't what? these these parties these parties are wild. Even if we did have phones, if it was a party like we were going to or something. And we did have phones. We'd be playing that game where you like play the thing on your head. <laughs> yeah. So you're oh. saying in 40 years somebody's gonna look back at us doing that? Yeah. And uh, uh, P- Pam- Pamela Henderson. <laughs> uh, uh. King, well, and King they, Richard. They somehow find. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> they somehow find, found someone's like mom and had her wear lingerie and like hand out the things to Styles. Yeah. Why? Who the <laughs> fuck was that? Oh, that's that's Styles' uh, hooker. I'm into it. I believe it. Because she looks like, first of all, she's wearing lingerie and she looks like she's 40. Yeah. Where, what is going on? This this is, this is, I I think she looks like a, um, she hands out cigarettes at the casino or something. (laughs) And she she came from work. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I got to do that party again. Uh, dang it, Styles. Styles, I owe Styles. I, I, he helped me out. Yeah. I, 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 I got to go. <laughs> is it Styles? It's not his house, right? No. Because no. this is where they brought the keg. Yeah. Um, but he, I I like Styles, but like, how is he the life of the party? I don't. Because he wasn't cool enough when he showed up with how, the keg. They're like, oh, fuck, Styles. So he had, to, he had to come up with these weird fucking games. Well. I, if he's the one who's going to get you laid, you know, he's, yeah. he's coercing the boofness, yeah. I guess. So when he, uh, yo, I mean, I he just know. looks so Turning cool. up the boof factor. He shuts the door and he just goes, ah, yeah. Like, and everybody converges on it. Like he just looks so cool yeah. during the scene. He's like the guy you want to be in that, in high school. Like I'm just the cool guy, man. Everybody <laughs> likes me. He, he is. He's, he's the floater. <laughs> Of, of of this high school, he must be he just floats amongst like all the different groups of people and, and everything. And he's a Spicoli. He's a Spicoli kind of. But you kind of think there's something deep, dark down inside of sty- Styles. Like maybe his home life sucks. Like he's don't, a don't you feel that he's oh, dude, <laughs> dude? He's a think? bender. He, he's he's, a, he's oh. a bender that that didn't turn to too, to aggression really. Like yeah, he turned to like social acceptance. But also, like, kind of running a few cons here and there. But like, I just I wonder, like, you know, we don't get we don't meet his parents. He doesn't do anything like extra. He's not forced no, into extracurricular he, stuff. He's never studying. Yeah. He got a D minus. He's yeah. like a he's like a Stony kind of oh, too. Yeah, Stony was still kind of like weirder, I yeah. think. But at the same time, he's kind of the he's kind of another Stony. Yep, you know, Stony meets Bender. Yeah, yeah. Like oh yeah, hundred percent. That. that does sound like the coolest person I might know. That's what honestly. I'm saying. Dang it! 
God, he if would only be Steve, friends with Steve Kuzer. If only Steve Kuzer <laughs> showed up. <laughs> uh, Steve Kuzer showed up and cleaned. Steve that was Steve Kuzer's house. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I also had a fu- so. First off, before I say this, what do you think about the werewolf trans- transformation? Uh, uh, so you know, it's 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 no Rick Baker. It's no <laughs> Rob Bottin. How did they make his like face pulse and stuff like that? That's the Howling did it. Rob Bottin. This is look, look. Yeah, this transition. You just you might as just just have Thriller playing in the background. Yeah, just have Thriller playing. It looks he looks like he's on the set, like trans, ch- changing with like oh. Michael. Or, uh, well, Michael Jackson, <laughs> you know, the Fox and the Jackson, you know, Michael Jackson, Fox. Yeah. Michael Jackson, Fox, <laughs> Michael J, Michael J. Jackson, Fox, <laughs> Mike J. Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson, Fox. You didn't know that was his middle name, Jackson. Yeah. All right. Kind of weird, I, like, huh? I like to think in, in this alternate universe in my head that his dad is so sure his dad's like, oh, shit, we thought it was going to skip a generation. I've seen this. I've seen this before. I know what's happening. I know this is going to be his first transformation. Scott, you got to let me in. Scott, I, it, you asked for it. And like he, he turns into a wolf. The dad does and he busts through. And Michael Jackson's just like looking at his dick and yeah. he's got like a spot on there. <laughs> he's like, I told you you wouldn't understand. And he's like, oh, shit. You're a fucking werewolf. Oh, my God. <laughs> like there was not actually a oh, wolf. Oh, I trip. thought you oh, were turning into thought- a werewolf. You thought I was a werewolf? Yeah, for sure. I'm just I, like, I fucked boof. You're being all weird, dude. <laughs> I boof and now it's weird. I boofed boof. <laughs> Dad, you're a werewolf. Is Son. All right, you asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why alternate universe he goes because he even goes. You asked for it. It's like a grandma's boy too, or that mom b- busts him. He's like, ah! I can't stop coming. <laughs> oh, oh no! But like, I I did hear that that was like one of the funniest. Moments. Yes, I laugh my fucking ass off. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> and it just, and the, the music's going, and he goes, and he just goes, I think it's time for it. I think the, think the talk's been long overdue. You're like, oh, my God. Like he said, I guess they screened it, and people laughed yeah. for like an entire minute. I'm glad because I did too. It, it, he does not look like a werewolf. He, no. He looks like a, like a baboon. Dude, it does. It, it looks like Planet of the Apes at this point. Like This is what this is. This is Planet of the Apes. He looks like a baboon, but if the ass was on the face. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's move this on. So scene three, he reveals himself to Styles and then accidentally transforms during a basketball game. With superhuman ability, he leads his team to victory. Scott's new talents lead to major popularity around school, which gets him a date with Pamela and a role in the school play. Mm. I got one more, one more thing on. I think this in this scene where he's uh, he shows Styles right that he yeah he like he like, like hates Styles. I got to talk. Styles is this. looking for something, and uh, Styles is like, you, you can do that on on command. Like you can do that whenever you want. He's like, yeah, but uh, sometimes it just does it on its own. And I'm like, yeah, me too. In high school, dude. Sometimes I couldn't keep that thing me- down. Is this a metaphor? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think, think a lot of this is a metaphor. <laughs> a lot of this is a metaphor. I feel like a lot of this is just one big metaphor. I feel like this movie like wants to be, I mean, I think it is like a coming of age scene, obviously, but I think it like you could also see it. It's begging to become like an LGBTQ plus kind of thing, like coming out kind of thing. Oh, that's like what I had in my mind the whole time. 
Um, I've heard of getting your first pubes, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, I think you could take it like that. Like in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, where it's that kind of same thing. The guy literally busts out of his own skin, you know? Yeah. Like he's becoming himself. I think you could take that with it. Yeah. Uh, I just, the the whole time, it, it's it's really just one big hairy dick joke to yeah. me at the same time. <laughs> and uh, the accidental transition, again, I think... Um, at the basketball I, game or whatever. It's just, this is not how it goes. It's just, it's just fun, <laughs> dude. You are dripping. Dude, Mike was he playing just, basketball, he just some basketball with Michael J. Fox and uh, Mick. I hope you've watched our YouTube by now because, I mean, like, look at this. Look at what I'm doing for this podcast. AJ took his pants off in like a couple of these, these are because I like styles. That, that's all this is. This Sean is committing. It's very, very cool. That's Sean committing. <laughs> or, I wore these glasses. <laughs> I took my pants off. Mike wore a tank top. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> this is what I look like. This is what I look like under my shirts. I don't know why you're sweating so much. Yeah, Jesus, dude. Anyway, sorry. The no, talk about the transition. No, the transition is just like, first of all, can we talk about, like, I feel like this would happen almost like some sort of atom bomb. Like, the closer to the center you are, the, the worse the reaction, right? Because, like, the guy that was on top of him is like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, does, does he, like, if a guy's got skin to skin against Michael J. Fox, does, like, his skin get caught into his like right. turning skin, yeah, and then he's like stuck to him. Not, I yeah. mean, think about this. I mean, how you're, you're that sweaty. He's he's that hairy and everything, and then now the, he's growling. Those guys are freaking out, and then like he comes out of it. Like the crowd would literally like leave here, and he would be shot before people yes. are done screaming. Like that's it. Yeah, there in no world is even if okay, even if you saw a guy transform into a werewolf. And that wasn't enough for you. Yeah. Then he was good at basketball. Right. That would do it for me. I'd be like, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like now, now this now this guy that sucks at basketball is good at it. I'm yeah. leaving. Did you see? Like his vertical is insane. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, and they all just kind of go. All right. Actually, the only one that gets it right is Lewis. Lewis is the only one who's like, I don't want anything to do with this guy. Do you know he turned into a werewolf? They're not even real. <laughs> He's a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> He's a werewolf. <laughs> yeah! No! No! <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, uh, Lu- Lewis is the only one, man. That, it's basically that, Encino, man. Yeah, <laughs> this movie's Encino, man. <laughs> it, it is. Do you want to know what he really, really is? <laughs> He's a werewolf. He's a werewolf. He's a werewolf. No, no, no. <laughs> Who's cooler than me? Um, I do. I, I like and it's it's ridiculous and pretty like, capital A 80s foot. Shush. Shush. Uh, boof. Boof. Go ahead. Um, it's it's ridiculous in capital A 80s, but I like that <laughs> it is um, that no one cares. Yeah. I, I do like that because it's like there's so many movies like nowadays, like I was watching this with my girlfriend. She's like, "Why did everyone just not care? That's stupid. Why are?" There? And I'm like, "I like that though. I like I like it where, like, you have that question in mind, but then like this movie just subverts that, like, trying to get out of this writing hole and just gets out of it with just like, well, no one cares. 
How about yeah. no one cares? And then we can just have fun with this. The government didn't show up to be yeah. like, did you no. hear there's a werewolf in Nebraska? We got to go check that out. Yeah. Nobody, they're just like, that's fun. I liked it. And it was like a town thing. And then, yeah, I, I dig it. You also, well, you find out later on too, uh, that, uh, other people have to have known that werewolves exist in this world somehow because his dad was one and was this way to yeah. the principal yeah. or true. whatever. Maybe it's just the fact that it's Nebraska and they just need something to talk about. Well, do you see when he's when uh Scott finally goes, nah, this wave's mine, and Scott <laughs> does the the mo- the moto surf, uh they drive past his dad's store. And Styles literally like is yelling and throws an empty beer can that hits a lady in the feet. This lady standing right next to his dad, and the lady's just going, "Oh, that's great!" Like she's <laughs> smiling, just going, "So great what the kids are doing nowadays." That would not happen. Well, at least they're staying out of trouble. <laughs> it's like a, that's trouble. At least that the basketball trouble. team's doing good. That's all. Hey, we really basketball care team about. hasn't won a game in a long time until this, so yeah. I'm pretty happy about it. They haven't, right. they haven't beat the Dragons since ever. <laughs> since so. ever, they're on a. Collision course in the championship game. I hope they do it. Yeah. This arm ready to score about 10 baskets. <laughs> Boy, I haven't seen anything this weird since that whole thing with like, remember the Titans. It's like, this is not, this isn't that crazy. Remember Rudy What's Rudiger? wrong with you? <laughs> so first of all, I thought one of the coolest scenes was when him and Boof were walking up that sidewalk. Yeah. And those sidewalks were just like up and down. From very them. Halloween. Like all the Dude. hedges and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was a very cool scouting job, but at the same time, then I read that this was the same street as a bunch of the back to the future houses. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, it is actually Scott's house is Lorraine Bain's house. Yeah. Oh, it's actually it's the house, the house. And then when they're walking, when Boof and Scott are walking from his house, they stop at one point. They stop in front of George McFly's house. Clear as day. Oh, my God. I will TikTok this. (laughs) (laughs) It's a note from myself. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so weirdly enough, they're they're basically filming the same movie on the same street at the same time. I mean, the the parallels are pretty ridiculous and – I, I commend the movie, to be honest, to to wait. Like, like, yeah, Steven Spielberg's doing a movie with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, we're going to wait. We and should just wait. How much, Obviously. How much did that movie cost? Oof. Ooh. Well, how much, uh, how long did it take? Who's in it? Oof. Well, we, but we better wait, guys. We better not release early. So, so we're not, we can't do this. You can't release early. If you, you release around when uh, Back to the Future came out, you're overshadowed. Yeah. You are you are a January release. Yeah, this would have <laughs> this would have made maybe eight million, not eighty million yes. or whatever it was. Yeah, was I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up Punchable Face, but I'm not gonna hit the button yet. Okay, no, I'll just hit it. Hit it. If we were on a train to yes. go punch a face, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I'm gonna pick your Punchable Face. One of you. This is one of your Punchable Faces. Okay. The drama teacher. No. 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 Who do you got then? There's not many. I had only one written down, and it wasn't the drama. I have, I have, I had one that I would like to say. Who is it? It was the kid who blew the whistle. <laughs> do you know why? I think subconsciously I agree with you, and I just figured out why. He looks like Charlie from the Santa Claus. Right. <laughs> oh my god! He just got that stupid blank look on his face. Just. <laughs> Broken. 
All right. No, I was gonna say I was gonna say the ba- the basketball player who's like, we can't play anymore because he's so good. I was gonna say him, but that, I don't even care anymore. It's him. Yeah, it's <laughs> the, kid, it is. the kid in the shop. Uh, I was I was gonna say Pamela. <laughs> She's horrible. Yeah, I don't like her. Yeah, she's a pretty horrible person, isn't she? But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go whistleblower, literally. <laughs> whistleblower. <laughs> we'll punch the whistleblower. Yeah. That's fair. Um, do anytime you, there's a kid, I I will do it. Do you think Pamela's literally maybe one of the worst characters ever written into film? I have to think so because think about think about what she does, and and you can you can sway me in the opposite direction that this is her choice and she can kind of do what she wants, but. She go. She's going to the basketball games at the beginning. E- even when Mick is not playing, she's still in the basketball games. So she doesn't give a shit about basketball. She's like studying her lines there. Um, she hates Scott. She hates Scott. Like very mean to the guy. Mm-hmm. But like, but then she's still having like a lot of fun at the party. Like Mick, you got to see this. He's like, we're going, and she's like, oh, what I was, I was not having fun. Now I'm having fun at the party, but now I got to go. Then all of a sudden, she talks to Scott at the locker. She's like, something's different about you. Yeah. Does she smell? Like, is she like a werewolf killer? Mm. Does she smell something? Uh-huh. But then, then she leaves her boyfriend to bang Scott and then go on a date in front of him. Yeah. But then at the end of the night, it's like, well, you know, I have a boyfriend, right? But then, like, it's just, it's this, then at the dance, she's like, she's like, maybe I'll dance with you. And then she's mad at Scott for, for her boyfriend punching her in the face. And then she wants Scott again. Like, it's the worst, dude. She's the worst. It is the worst. And it's, it's not even that she leaves her boyfriend. She literally says, no, he's my boyfriend. Well, what did we just do? You just you just coughed up a hairball from slobbing my knob, and now, wow. yeah, but you still got this boyfriend over here boofing my biscuit. Boofing my biscuit. I'm all for no, doing what you want. He's still my boyfriend. Oh well, then why did we do that? Because I want. Because I get what I want. Like that's basically all she's saying. I wouldn't mind it at all if it was like wasn't hurting anybody. But like obviously that like her Nick. <laughs> I can't do it. No. I'm not going to do it's it. Fine. It's fine. I can't do it. It's Flick. Nick. It's fine. Click. Yeah. Flick. 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 Yep. Bick. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> like it, obviously, that sucks. And, like, obviously, well, in the opposite way, I do blame uh, Scott a little bit, too, because she rejected his advances all of the time. Like, even at the party, she's, or he's like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, um, please don't you talk to me. You looking for anybody? Yeah. Not you. Not, not you. Yet. Okay. That's it. That's it, Scott. That yep. is that you know no further. But, you can be done. But did I mean she like brought him into her dressing room? Well, yeah, I'm saying you know like she's she's worse <laughs> than him for sure. I think, but yeah, if it, she's hurting people while doing this, I think it's a bad thing. Yeah, it's just it's just not a good character. Yeah, yeah. there's just nothing. There. She just serves the purpose to be like you got to you got to feel this way now. Now you got to do this. Now you got to do that. She's just I don't know. She, I, yeah, I think she the just, purpose uh, that like that Scott can get women. While he's a wolf too, yeah, and Boof is way hotter, dude. way hotter. Yeah, I know. Uh, I I think that uh, Pam- Pamela might just have the same infatuation that Brody does from Mallrats, and just wants to see what superhuman wieners look like. Uh, you know, yeah. she's like, so wait, if he gets all hairy, does his thing get all hairy too? Like all the way up, you know, that kind of a thing. That wouldn't be good, would it? I don't think that would be good. Ladies, get at us. Would that be good? Good, good would it? Would it? <laughs> 
Man. We're so good. <laughs> this is good. great, great radio. We are good. <laughs> great. You guys. Good wood. Okay, let's move on. Cool. Cool. Please. <laughs> Scene four. Scott still isn't sure how to properly handle these powers and fame, which leads to a conversation with his dad. Scott starts to fall for Boof and goes to the school dance, which leads to a fight with Mick and trouble with Thorn. Scott's dad comes to the rescue. I love, I love their relate. I think the one redeeming quality of, of characters in this movie is Scott and his dad's relationship. Yeah. I, I love James, uh, James Hampton. Mm-hmm. I think he's an incredible, I think you got to rank him up as a dad. You want a he's movie lo- dad. That he's you lovable. Want. Very, very lovable. He's just there. He's like, I'm, I'm here for you, man. I, I understand what's going on. He's top shelf. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I really do like his presence. You believe it 100%. Like we said to a T, I believe that man knows how to make at least several castles. <laughs> yes. yeah. So yeah. And he can definitely fix a leaky, a leaky sink. Yep. Um, I think he's just – he's a total package. He's playing basketball out in the driveway. He's like basically mm-hmm. – I got the vibe that he was telling Booth some things. To oh, be yeah. Like, Booth, you got you to gotta stay after him. Yeah. yeah. Like, I promise you, he'll come around. He's the kind of guy that, like, if this table was, like, a little wobbly or something, yeah. he wouldn't put a piece of paper underneath. He would actually, like – build a piece of wood to make it better, you know? He, yeah. He, and then he would slap it and he'd go, that's not going anywhere. It's like, yeah, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> he, he makes a casserole and then when everyone's eating, he's like pretty quiet in here. <laughs> Boy, it must not be very good. Yeah. Don't have the casserole. <laughs> if I must say so myself. Midwest, Don't eat it. baby. Midwest. <laughs> um, I do, I do like, uh, sorry, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Something about Mick, probably. No. <laughs> How, oh, Mi- how Mick doesn't come from casserole. <laughs> <laughs> he, ooh, he comes from he comes Salisbury from money. Steaks. He comes from money, not yeah. casserole. He comes from jail. <laughs> That's right. He does. Didn't they? Don't they say that? Like he was like uh, he he was he he was in jail or something. Yeah. He got he held back. He did time. He did time. Man. Yeah, didn't right. he? Didn't he? Didn't Mick say to Scott that he blew his mom's head off? At the, so we're at the dance. Okay. okay. Well, so one thing. One more thing about the dad is that. Um, I forget again, so that's great. Uh, no, so the the when Gas when the right. writers were going, <laughs> thank you. So yes. the dance, <laughs> stop! I have to get this out. This is very important to the three listeners who care about filmmaking details. Well, and also while pissing off the guy that keeps lowering his star rating because we're laughing during the episode. I'm gonna forget it again. <laughs> Um, Stop laughing! The two writers, when they were looking for directors for this, uh, everyone else at the interview were like, uh, so what movie are we making? They're like, uh, oh, a werewolf movie. And and Don was the only one who was like, oh, it's a father and son story. And they're like, yes, you're hired. Uh, who, oh, the um, J- James Hampton said that? No, the when the writers were looking for a director, they interviewed directors. Ah, cool. And uh, he's the only one who was like... Oh, uh, it's werewolf, werewolf. And he, he said, no, it's just a father and son, son thing. story. Yeah. That's really cool. Because yeah. I, do, I do buy that. I mean, they don't... They don't do a lot of that, but when they do, it's really good. Yeah. So that was extremely important. So yeah. we can. No, move it's on. fine because I, <laughs> I like the idea that there are like lots of uh, directors coming in to interview and like Wes Craven's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a werewolf. I, I got this locked. Oh, in. I know exactly what to do with it's, this. It's the Hoosiers <laughs> meets Wolfman. <laughs> P- picture it right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every director has a vest too. There's like a safari vest for some reason. Stanley Kubrick, what are you doing here? No. No. We're not, we don't need this. <laughs> Speaking of how this movie is Encino Man, yes. um, another case where you're at a high school dance and some the cool guy invents a dance on the spot. 
that no one had time to watch TikTok videos or anything. Well, yeah. And they go, oh, yeah. So like, yeah. Oh, so the thriller, da- the thriller dance? Oh, we're just doing the thriller dance? Okay, cool. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Monster Mash. Got it. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now we walk in a big circle? Yeah. Are we going, we're going in a big circle? Okay, cool. How'd the DJ know to play the song about the wolf <laughs> yeah, man? I'm, I'm glad it was a <laughs> the DJ. The big bad wolf. When they zoomed out and they showed like the whole party, I'm like, please don't be a band because I'm not going to be able to take this. Yeah. They're just like, yeah. big bad wolf. Just way off time. <laughs> hey, do we have a song that has a wolf? Is there a song that has wolf in it that we can get for this movie? Yeah, let's just do that. Is it relevant at all other than to say that fact that it says wolf? No, nope, not at all. No, nope, no. Nope. Great. But there, there is the, the maybe the one song I do like is when he leaves the dance with Boof. I kind of like this moment where she takes him out to the hallway and she's like, I want, yeah, I want you taking control. And she takes control and he turns back into Scott Howard. And then when he walks back in, I don't know. It kind of gives me a little bit of chills when they walk back in and he's himself now. Yeah. And they're together and the song has changed. Yeah. I don't know. I like that song. I like that moment in the movie. That's that's. I think I agree with you that that's like my favorite or maybe only time I really love the the music. Yeah. Otherwise, they they're just making montages on montages of him just doing wolf activities, <laughs> and you're just it's and what it's it's like a it's it's like wish. Huey Lewis in the news yeah. or whatever that's playing under this montage. It's, 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 uh, you gotta go with the flow, Joe. <laughs> who's the other, who's the it's other guy? It's a hell of a show. Who's the dude? Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Cleveland. <laughs> who's that guy? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Randy, it's Randy, Randy, it's Randy Newman in the news is. is what this is. And, <laughs> and they literally, I, I heard, did you hear the, during that montage, you're talking about the, it's when he's playing basketball. Here's some of the words. Okay. <laughs> Uncle Sam is a commie. Russia's red, white, and blue. So the president lost a screw or two. Anything we can do. That's the mo- the song they picked that has Commentary. to do Commentary. <laughs> Reagan's 80s. <laughs> uh-huh. The war on drugs. Oh, <laughs> the, the man is coming for You're you. You're making this a political podcast. <laughs> Thanks a lot, dude. You like to say that Mick's kind of like you understand Mick. You're like, hey man, dude, this guy, this guy f my f my boof. I he boofed my boof. <laughs> he boofed my boof. But but also Mick's Mick's kind of a pussy because he's he's a dickhead. Well, but think about this. Mick Mick's a dick. at any point Mick could go after the wolf. That's right. But he doesn't. He just stands there like, and then the minute he changes back to. Pussy little Scott Howard. Then he's like, I'm going to walk up and jack him in the face. You're yeah. still a nerd. Yeah. He does that. He, he punches him in the face. And then, like, I don't get what Scott did wrong here. Mick jacked him in the face with his fist. Scott turned into the wolf and ripped his clothes. Ah, shirt ripper. <laughs> <laughs> What and everybody la- everybody laughed like what what is what was the what was so bad about this yeah to where the principal's like by the way vice principal uh, they say you. that at one point he's the vice principal I oh got well, they you, right, they're right, always right. the ones who are yeah. who they're dean of students yeah, yeah. yeah. So. they uh, they they think they have more authority than they do and how right. come nobody everybody loves the wolf how come nobody backs up like Mick doesn't even go to this school we've established that yeah. Mike's fan theory how does nobody <laughs> be like let's go yeah. Why? He just attacked our star basketball player. Yeah. They're all they're all just like, oh, whatever. I don't really <laughs> like Scott Howard. Well, you know what? I didn't even really like Scott. I guess. <laughs> also, what ha- the the friend that was in the beginning that not Styles with the other one, Lewis. 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 Yeah. Whatever happened to him? 
Because I know he's at this dance, and he's he, like every time they mention him, he's just there to just be like. Well, he's 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 the general public. He represents us being like, why the fuck is there a werewolf? Like, how is no one? Scott, <laughs> you're not the but, same, dude. There's even a weird <laughs> moment. Not, like, we never play Nintendo anymore. <laughs> you always break the controller. You're always out with. <laughs> you always <actresses>. rage quit. <laughs> You always reset the Nintendo. <laughs> no, but they, it's, like, it's like they skipped something. Like something didn't make the movie. Because yeah. at one point, remember, Styles buys the new van. Right. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, awesome. where's Lewis? And Styles goes, so we'll listen. just, you know, you know, no, 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 never mind. Like, we're just going to have fun without him. He killed himself. He, I, I hate to say it. I really, he was really scared to be around you. Yeah. And he just he, decided. It's done. He had a heart attack. Yeah. Um, no, he's still in the end of the movie. He's having a great time. On, Styles, what you got going on? <laughs> like, you're just like, it's like, would you stop being Marty McFly for two minutes, please? <laughs> I just want to say, Mick, Mick is terrible. He just ripped his shirt, and then he goes out into the hallway, and, and the vice principal catches him, and he says, he's like, I got you right where I want you. Yeah. I want you. Wade Garrett's the best. <laughs> like... <laughs> Because that's who he looks like to me, kind of. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Um, Definitely. And then, but it's like you said, why? Because what? I didn't do anything. I was mad, and I, it's a good thing actually. I missed and only caught his shirt. He's right. Clear, he's clearly holding this grudge against his, his dad. dad. But that, and that's another thing that they like. They had this chance to do something and they missed. Where earlier on, when he's when he's almost going to change in the school. Uh-huh. That's kind of a cool shot when he's like, don't change, don't change. And he looks down and then he looks up and Vice Principal Thorne's behind him. Yeah. It's like, show me your hands. Like, I I always viewed that as he was, because he, he goes, you don't have a marker on you. Like, he's looking for the graffiti guy, but was he looking for him because he's he knows he's the son of the wolf man? Yeah. And he, that's why he's always had his eye on him. Like, I wish there was like a Van Helsing kind of thing yes. going on. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, kind of a monster hunter almost yeah. aspect of it. I Maybe that's Pamela. Maybe. Mm. Well, mm. and then um, when he did rip uh, Nick's shirt, he had, he had a dagger. Was it, did it not look like he a dagger a weird, tattoo? He had like a really weird tattoo. It looked like a, like a snake wrapped around a dagger. That he hadn't completed yet. Like yeah. he just got the outline done. Exactly. So Weird. <laughs> so, wait, but they, the, the, see, rule, they the rules have gone against... so much. They could have gone deeper into the story and figured well, some yeah. things out. If they, they didn't did have it. one month to do it. The rule was about women with daggers, though. Right. And tattoos. Oh. Not, uh, I don't know, man. I, I also, like, speaking of, like, the sound effects and everything, like we brought up in the beginning, the, the scene where the dad confronts the vice principal and comes up to him and starts growling. There's no like trickling sound you hear or anything, and there's no there's no like it doesn't cut to a puddle or anything like that. It's just he growls at him. He's like, and they both look down. I'm like, did he get a bone? <laughs> yeah, is he turned on right now? Did he just did he just boof in his pants? Is this is this like a is this what they mean by bloodlust? Yeah, <laughs> it's like blood it all rush. rushes there. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought for for real, but but the, the, you know why it wasn't a boner is because it didn't go boing <laughs> in the eighties. That's what they would have used in this movie. Oh, <laughs> not again! Now he's too old for boners. Yeah. Anyway, scene five. Scott decides to play the championship basketball game as himself instead of the wolf. Everyone wants the wolf, but he proves to his team that they can do it without the wolf's powers. This is a great coach moment where he goes, no, coach, listen, I'm just going to be myself. And coach is like, all right, we're going to get our brains beaten in, but like, whatever you want, man. Like, he's like, okay, fine. He's, he's got the towel ready. Just <laughs> okay. I, I like the fact that um, 
everybody everybody realizes what's what's actually happening here. Like they're like first the ba- other basketball players are thinking um they're like, "Yeah, awesome. We're winning." And they're like, "Well, I want to play too." <laughs> I want to I want to touch the ball and stuff like that, and then they're like they're in the championship game. It's like well, you're not going to be the wolf because like, <laughs> it's the championship game. It's the championship game. Like, well, it's we, you're the reason we got here. Styles has had his own PR team come up with all the merch and shit. <laughs> like now they're upset again. Like he just can't win because oh well he he got to the champ- championship game against the the terrible dragons and. And and now they're upset again. It's like, well, we want you to be the wolf. I thought you didn't like the wolf. It's like, well, we want to win. <laughs> we don't like the wolf. <laughs> we don't. But we're literally three quarters away from state championship. <laughs> we hadn't won a game in years. Yeah. We haven't beat the same team we've played over and <laughs> no, over. No, there's two teams. Over. There's the dragons and like the military team. Yeah. <laughs> ROTC, the Air Force. <laughs> no, but this is just such like this is what I this is what I love and hate about the '80s all in the same moment. Where yeah. where it's like, dude, they were losing. They were losing twenty two to three yeah. after the first quarter. Scott Scott Howard is a terrible basketball player, yet he's a first stringer. So that means like literally all of the rest of his teammates are that roughly that good. Yeah. They only scored three points in a quarter. The wolf was the only reason his supernatural powers was the only reason they were winning games. There's no place on earth in, in anybody's minds where the same team that only scored three points in the first quarter could come back and win this game. I mean, the dragons are on pace to score 88 points in this game, which means that somehow Scott Howard showing up, added a 42% reduction in the Dragons' scoring moving forward. Also, that's 16 points per quarter for his team after only putting up three in the first quarter. Scott himself added 18% offense to this team. Again, Scott Howard, not a good basketball player. So really the defense is what ended up winning this game for him, but there's no way this team was able to stop a bunch of high schoolers who look like they were 30 just by adding an untalented five foot four kid who has to jump to shoot a free throw. Yeah. There's this like this in no world would this ever work. Michael J. We love him. He's not a basketball player. He's, no, absolutely not. That, that that's the most that's the hardest thing to stomach in this is that his he's five foot four and and you know putting up that many points. You're not dunking that. I don't care. No no wolf power is gonna help your five foot four brand, bro. <laughs> that would just look unnatural. Yeah, exactly. And and in typical eighties fashion, the song spoils the ending. Yeah. Oh, win good. in the end. I'm like, oh, they're going to win in the end. Yeah. They hit the first chorus and it's win still the second. Win in the end. Wait, so you're telling when me. Win in the end. That's like the Titanic being like, the ship's going to sink at the end of the movie. <laughs> Treading water while your boyfriend dies. <laughs> it's like in the beginning of the Child movie. is the thing. <laughs> Just keep treading water on top of that wooden as, door. As they're getting on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh. yeah. And then and then you've got you've got uh what is it like whoever does the safety dance singing this like new song of we can play basketball if we want to. We can win this game in two. It's like because a fat guy's here and he's so short, but we all just are a crew. It's just like <laughs> we can play. We can dance. Everybody dribble your pants. Like, what's going on? Everybody boofing. Everybody boofing your pants. 
it's like that's all that's happening here. I, you're right; it does. They spoil it. It is. It is like a. It's pretty long montage, and it's it does like nine minutes. It does get real old, and it, it repeats shots. The only thing they can do is like, like knock the ball, minutes. knock the ball out of the, one of the dragon's hands, and yeah. they get a break away, and then they they throw it to somebody else behind the back because it's skillful. Lay it up, and then they go play defense. Maybe get scored on. Then they come back and Did do you the same that, exact thing. This, the editing's so bad in this yeah. short scene that at one point, like they they score, the Beavers score, and Scott jumps up into Chubby's arms, and when he does it, the they dragons go, the dragons go down. <laughs> they, they go on a breakaway and score. Would you please pay attention? <laughs> Actually, With then they wouldn't have had to do the free throws at the end. They would have won outright. There you True. go. Yeah, I mean, it's you can't stop and glow in your '80s montage moment. You can't jump into the arms and, be like, and do you're, like he's wanting to do the freeze frame right yeah. then and there. It's yeah, like yeah. You, you haven't won the game yet. Yeah, you haven't won yet, Jay Fox. There is one cool shot. Call me, call me crazy, but I slow motion will do it for me in the right moments. There's a scene where they the players run past the camera and they're showing the cheerleaders in slow motion doing a dance mm. in front of this ravenous crowd. Call me crazy. I like there that. There you go. I don't know. It just, it just whew, whew, yeah. it feels good. All right. cool. That's nice. A, nice scene. It's that feel good athletic movie, yeah. you know, slow-mo. It's good. Yeah. They, <laughs> they'll get you going. You know um, what also feels good? Tell me. I guess free balling. Free balling. Who was there? <laughs> did you, did you see it at the end? Who? Who? Did you see the guy? It's literally like the last shot while the credits are rolling. Uh, they guy, win the game. Yeah. Some some everybody extra, leaves the ble- the bleachers. Some extra has his pants unzipped. Has his pants unzipped. Okay. And is more or less looking like he's got his junk out. Really? His junk out. His junk out. Have you seen that? I haven't. I didn't see it. Okay. This is famous. This is a famous thing. As really? a child, I remember a buddy of mine was like, "Look, the guy, the guy jacking off on screen, and they missed it." <laughs> And we're like, I don't know what jacking off means, but that's pretty cool. <laughs> can't wait to do it someday. <laughs> no, they yeah, I can't they, wait to go jack off at the basketball game. Have you looked any deeper into this? Because yes. yeah, they completely debunked it, kind of, right? So there was like a, a radio station that had this guy. They apparently found the guy who did it, and he called into the radio station and was like, "Yeah, I don't know. It was just like hot in there. I didn't know they were rolling, so I just kind of I took my pants down. And then as they said action, I was like, oh, shit, I had to like, and I have my jacket, I had to kind of cover it a little bit. And then that was completely debunked because in, <laughs> in the wide actual, ver- like the widescreen version of it, it's a woman, ah, not a guy. Yeah. And and she, I think she just said that, yeah, it was. She said her, whatever her wardrobe was too tight, like her yeah. pants were too tight. So just, she just had it unzipped. And it was sitting, kinda, sitting in the stands, so then when she stood up, she's like, oh, shit, I forgot. I mean, it, it looks like there's a, like, I mean, you can't see, like, the whole thing at all. It's, like, very blurry, but it looks like the it's a guy. If it was a guy, he's, like, <laughs> he's, like, playing with, yeah, he's, like, Ugh. oh, shit. <laughs> then he puts his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, YouTube. I don't know if we can put that on YouTube. Sorry, YouTube. Oh, we definitely can. We're going to blur it out. Hey, yes. Agro Craig, please blur yes. that we're gonna, out. We're going to put a, a blur <laughs> But make it really big. <laughs> make it so that when he moves, the blur doesn't move. <laughs> no, my, my last issue with this movie, and that I hate it. I hated it when I was a kid. In no world Are you gonna say it? do they allow Mick to stand under the basket. Exactly. In, in Not even in, like, like schoolyard ball. No. The, the, his team would be like, Mick, you, you can't do that. You don't get to stand there doing a Kubrick stare. You at don't. Like, <laughs> like, that's not what you get to do. 
You can't do that. You, in fact, you just fall out. You have to leave. Wow, a bead of sweat. <laughs> His eyes follow the basket. He's like, <laughs> I love it. It's 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 very silly. Maybe you know what I do. I did think of my uh, a prop that I want. I sincerely want um, a maybe, vial of mixed sweat. Yeah. Um, no, I think I want. <laughs> yeah. No. No, I want. I want Michael J. Fox's. Um, uh, like focus and his knees because that dude is squirrely as hell. And he, at no point does he injure a knee in this entire movie. He takes four fouls in the final game. He slips on wet, wet, you know, fours. Yeah. I mean, he is just built so resiliently. I just, I think I want his knees guys. I would love that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You get there it. Knees. Is. That's my, that's my final <laughs> meaning, meaningful thought. That's you great. know, passionate thought. That is great. You know? Is that all we got fellas? <laughs> that is your, Bender moment. <laughs> Knees. Instead of this terrible freeze frame, by the way. Yeah. This might be the worst freeze frame of all time. <laughs> they didn't even commit to it. No. <laughs> Pamela's like, going like, if you freeze it on her, she's just going. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's it, a really bad freeze frame. Like when I, when they first, when I first uh, rewatched it, I didn't know what they freeze framed on. No, no one does. Know. I had no idea I think what the they camera pre-framed. just stopped. Yeah. I think they stopped rolling. They're like, oh shit, we need a little more. Ooh, keep going, keep going, keep going. Fuck, there's no more. Okay, just stop it on that last frame before you hit end. Yeah. He's hugging right there. Stop. Cool. All right, now. Oh, there's a dick right there. Ah, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? Leave it. Back to the Future just came out. We got to get this out. (laughs) All right, boys, we have stripped away the nostalgia of 1985's Teen Wolf. We have to give it a modern day rating. AJ, what's your modern day rating? This is is really hard because I. I honestly have like a very, very strong nostalgic feeling for this movie. Like I really do. But rewatching it, I just had such a tough time just getting along with anything. And it's, to be honest, I mean, about every single tropey pitfall that you can think of, like the ordinary guy who wants to be extraordinary and the girl who's, you know, looked over and he over for the popular girl and the, the boyfriend and the, the, the fat guy and the crazy best friend. And like, I mean, it's endless, like the tropes that go along in this movie. Um, and then on top of that, I didn't enjoy the music most of the time, which is usually a saving grace. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's really, really, really hard. Uh so you have to though. That's the I know. thing. Like I still have, I still, I still enjoy watching the movie. So I am, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a straight up six. Sean, what about um, your commitment to the podcast? You can't quit. <laughs> you can't quit. <laughs> I, I think this movie is pretty fun. I, I do. I do agree with AJ somewhat in the tropiness of it. Um, but I I can't knock it for that really because it's just it didn't it didn't know what it was doing back then. It was in the parlance of the time. It was the parlance of the time. Um, I think it's a, a a great Michael J. Fox movie. I think he's good in this. I think you know you can't really go wrong with him, especially in this age. Um, I like the werewolf aspect of it. Like it's I've always kind of kept this movie reserved because I'm like I know I think I'm gonna love it. Um, but uh, yeah, some of the music choices is weird. I do like some of the directing choices. They're kind of they're kind of uh, uh, you know for this for this type of movie you wouldn't expect it to be so a little bit artful. Um, I think this movie is kind of a, just a straight up seven. Damn, you're gonna give it a straight up seven? Yeah, the definition of a seven. I think so. Wow, 
Uh, that was my um, mall rats. Like, I was just mm-hmm. like, this is a seven. For me, I, it's, AJ, I agree with you. It is so hard for me to strip nostalgia away from this. We're trying. That's what we tried to do, and we did in this thing. But, man, I mean, like, this was a big part of my childhood. I watched this movie a lot. I, I love Michael J. Fox. If you take him out of this movie, you get Teen Wolf 2, which is one of the worst films ever made. And not to interrupt your rating you here, but I'm just going to say – that is the biggest thing. I try not to say that. I try not to say if you take this person out of it, then you don't have a great movie. And unfortunately, <laughs> this is the most like opportune time to say this yeah. for a movie. If you take Michael J. Fox out of this, I don't think you have a movie. No, Eric Stoltz. No. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they could have switched. It would have been too serious. Why did Michael J. Fox have to take both movies? <laughs> uh, but, but my biggest issue in rewatch is like, this movie doesn't mean anything. Like, what's the moral of this story? Is it is it be yourself? But like, be yourself. But it's not be yourself. Be or it is because like, be yourself. Does that mean like be Scott Howard or? Does, but the wolf is you too. But you right. don't be. You're not going to be either of them. Uh, is it that you're like tired of being average? So like, get special powers, but then also just go. I don't want them anymore. Yeah. This uh, like, is a superhero movie, pretty much. But but, but is it? Like, because then he doesn't use his superhero powers. Well, look at the poster. He's doing the Superman <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's true. It, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it to me, it's just, it's kind of, it's lower than I thought it was going to be. It's 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 hard to look back and say I gave it the top number one ranking of my 85 movies. I hadn't seen it in a long time. So I'm a, I'm a 5.4. Yeah. I'm going to go lower than you guys. Josh Miller wow. says, I'll start off and... And I'm sure you guys are going to hit this, but this was filmed at the same time uh, as Back to the Future and released one month later in 1985. And this, in my opinion, became very evident in the quality between the two. The writer and director largely went on to do nothing else. Zemeckis went on to an illustrious career. Teen Wolf is not nearly as good as I remember. The movie feels very choppy. The acting largely not good. Minus Fox and the guy who played the dad. No one really went on to anything bigger. Not that the dad did either, but he was a father figure in a lot of movies or maybe two movies. I don't know. (laughs) The special effects, the sound editing is so bad. My girlfriend and I kept talking a lot about it, and I kept comparing it to Back to the Future and how much better it was for the same time. Time period. She's extra critical of 80s movies. I'm more forgiving. Was there a massive budget difference? Did you also catch the Spider-Man moment when his dad tells him with great power comes great responsibility? Is it weird that my punchable face is Michael J. Fox? (laughs) I do want all of Styles or Boner's t-shirts. How this movie currently has the IMDb score it has is shocking to me. This movie has not held up at all, and I'm not sure why I liked it when I did. Even for the time period, it's much worse than a lot of its counterparts. I don't see myself ever watching this again. I never watched the MTV version or the Jason Bateman sequel, but they have to be better, right? I don't, I don't think they oh, are. Sorry, man. My modern day score is a 4.23. This is one of the few movies where Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb scores don't coincide. So that takes us to a 5.66 for a joint rating, which is going to be pretty low, guys. It's not the bottom. But that is going to be uh, bottom 15 for us, guys. That is going to be right above Mortal Kombat, just below Kindergarten Cop. Okay. Like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I accept that. You yeah, accept 100%. That? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Sean, for helping bring that up a little yeah, higher than it needed yeah, to yeah. be. I mean, yeah. Thank you, Josh, for keeping us real. That's right. Right in the middle, baby. There we go. 
Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for being here. Tune in next week. We are doing Coming to America. Can't wait. Our first Eddie Murphy movie, finally. Uh, and then we follow that up with uh, Sean gave our Patreon members a choice of five movies. What did they do? They picked Clue. All right. They picked Clue. All right. I think they think that that, I think they're voting thinking of what we're going to do the best at. Okay. Is I what like I'm that. thinking that they're voting on. So uh, if you're new to the podcast, go back this time last year. We did Groundhog Day. Got to. Oh. As Groundhog Day is approaching, you need to rewatch that movie. Have to see the Groundhog? <laughs> you need to go rewatch and re-listen to our episode. And don't forget, we have a voicemail. Call us at 319-804-9596. Leave us feedback like today's caller. Gentlemen, this is Francisco from San Diego. And I just what? want to say that I am a huge fan of the podcast. I've been listening for close to two years, ever since episode three of Lethal Weapon. And I must say, you guys are hilarious each and every time. I love your guys' nostalgic ratings. I love you guys just talking about films in general. And you hear that passion, that love. Um, What I would love to recommend and throw out there, I think it was already said previously in one of the voicemails, um, The Crow. That's my favorite film. Brandon Lee, he was an absolute gem. And it's sad that he's not here today. But aside from that, um, two more gems in my life um, would have to be either Gleaming the Cube with a young Christian Slater or Airborne, which I'm not sure what the name of the main actor is, but Seth Green, Jack Black, you get all them color actors in there. You know, they're probably going to get Jonathan Blue or (laughs) Stephen Purple. But hey, you know what? It's all good, baby. Thank you guys so much. Damn dang it. Damn dang it. Uh, You'll be happy to know Airborne will be on my next Patreon movie vote that's coming up here. So all those Patreon members, you got to make Airborne happen because I truthfully believe it may end up being our best episode of all time if we do Airborne. But I I know there's probably a lot of people out there that haven't seen it. Yeah. So Mm. I'm just going to throw that out there. Thank you, Francisco from San Diego. Francisco. Francisco. That's fun to say. That's fun to say. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Francisco. Thank you for listening, and thank you for watching on YouTube. Make sure you're checking us out anywhere uh, on social media, at Confused Breakfast. Just search for Confused Breakfast. Leave us a review as well. We love reading them. We love seeing those five stars, and unfortunately some uh, other ones too. But we love the reviews. Keep them coming, guys. Go to confusedbreakfast.com to see our ratings of all these movies that we do. See our individual ratings and our ratings as a whole on the show. You can also go to that same website and get some merch, get some shirts, get some coffee mugs, get whatever you want. It's probably there. Patreon.com slash confusedbreakfast. Best way to support this podcast. Movie votes, upcoming episodes, bonus episodes every single week. Private Discord channel. That is the best way you guys can support us. Check out all of our sponsors. The show is produced by LAS Media Group. Here in Cedar Rapids, thanks to Craig for manning the controls. Check them out, LAS Media Group. And if you haven't heard, we are we are global now, boys. Whoa. We are now on the Cloud 10 podcast network that is also powered by iHeartMedia. Whoa. Things are crazy around selling here. Selling out. We're selling the fuck out. And it <laughs> feels Sell good. Yeah. We're like Limp Biscuit after $3 Bill Y'all came out. Yeah. Basically. We're riding Nookie as we speak. Dude, we are new era committed. We're basically Kid Rock. Go to cloud10.fm to learn more about them. That's it for us. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. 
Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.